the sea. And this is Swinging Down Under. You may be wondering where Dee is for this evening. Well, I would like to announce that I am currently master potting. Thank you very much. I'm taking over the Swing Down Under podcast and we'll be talking to you mainly all about ladies' things, things that I want to talk about that really I don't mind if Dee really has any input on them or not. I'm going to tell you about them anyway. So listen in. I'm going to talk about Twitter. I'm going to talk about couple swinging profiles. I'm going to talk about some of the other podcasts that I follow and listen to and just generally having a female point of view into the swinging lifestyle. Be fairly short ones. I'm only going to talk for about, I don't know, half an hour to cover off on a couple of things and happy to hear your feedback, of course, and any questions that you might have, please let me know and I will respond to them. I'm going to be doing another takeover in about three weeks' time. I've got a couple of things, naughty things, that I'd like to share with you all. So be on the lookout for that and and listen in and hopefully um, send me some questions in the meantime and we can cover those off on perhaps my uh, naughty little podcast. So... Just for everybody who's been following, I now have my own c at swingingdownunder.com email. So that's where you can catch me if you've got any questions that you want to ask. But um, what I want to chat about, first of all, is actually single male profiles. So you may have heard Dee and I talking in the past about our fantastic uh, male, male, female, so two men and a lady, myself, in the lifestyle and having a really fantastic time swinging. But... To be honest, it's really, really tough finding a guy. And not actually just finding a guy just as such to get somebody in the room with you, but more so finding somebody who's going to be suitable and, uh, you know, is fun and kind of on the same wavelength as you. So, you know, how do you find someone who's going to fit in well with you both as as a couple, but also make you as a woman feel, uh, you know, sexy and, uh, you know, special and all of those kinds of things that we generally tend to want to feel and, and uh, you know, will get us in the mood, I guess. So uh, we are on a website called Red Hot Pie. Here in Australia, Red Hot Pie is a swinging social media site where you can set up a profile. We've spoken about it a couple of times. And on Red Hot Pie, there are a number of single guys looking for couples in the lifestyle. So guys who are quite interested in being, I guess, the, the threesome, the third wheel, the, the extra M in the MMF uh, relationship. And um, quite often if you set up your profile to be seeking out the potential for an, another guy, you will be contacted by single men. And you may be contacted with simply a flirt, uh, which is just somebody saying, yep, like your profile, contact me back. And quite often that can happen if the person hasn't actually paid for membership up front so they may contact you with a flirt in the hope that you will respond to them. Uh, Also you may be contacted by getting a message and this is really what I want to talk about is that communication um, from the single guy particularly on these sites where they can be up front a little bit faceless. So for those single guys out there who may be listening um, listen in because this is really useful information I think for you but Again, this is purely from my perspective and what I'm looking for. I'm sure there's lots of ladies out there listening who are very different and therefore it's a bit tough for you to actually tackle how to position yourself to get, you know, a couple's interest. So um, the first thing obviously is a, a decent subject line 
I've had some shockers. Um, you know, I've had some, hey, babies, how's about it? Or I've got two hours free tonight, what are you up to? Or actually one that I had was nice rack, nice tits. Um, you know, so try to stick clear of those. Nice subject line. Um, show the person that you've actually read their profile is a good one. So if you can have a subject line that gets the attention of the couple whereby you've written something about their profile in the subject line. So they might have something in their profile that, you know, is a witty comment or something that they're after, um, something they like. You know, they might, like us, they might like rock climbing, indoor rock climbing, so you can sort of have a subject line of fellow rock climber. That would pique my interest straight away because I'm instantly going, okay, there's some uh, common, common interests here. So that's the first thing is to actually have a subject line that makes me want to read it because some of them are just vulgar from the get-go and um, quite often will get a delete before the body of the email is even read, even if it was in jest. Um, again, some women might be keen for a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, but um, certainly, uh, as we've mentioned in the past, we are sociosexual, so we really appreciate an intelligent uh, and, and witty person who can come along and, and uh, join us in the bedroom. So that's the first thing. The second thing is... Um, in the body of the email, you obviously want to talk a little bit about yourself here. So you want to position the email to be interested in the couple and certainly the, the lady of the couple, but also you've got to talk a little bit about yourself and don't make it generic. I mean, there's ones out there where it's clear they're cut and paste and you can tell that the person just sends out like a machine gun 30 emails a day and in the hope that somebody will uh, will respond, which, of course, you're sending out that many and they definitely will. But um, you can tell when somebody has sent you a templated email. So for me, I look for ones where they're talking about themselves and I look for ones where they've obviously read our profile and know what we're interested in. Um, instantly, if somebody contacts us who is outside of our wanted age range or is outside of what we're wanting in terms of um, play, then it's clear that they haven't actually read our profile and, and obviously they'll get deleted straight away. The best ones are where they have spoken about themselves, they've found an interest in us, spoken a little bit about us, but also told us a little bit about their history. I mean, the first um, single male we had, it was, it, was a, it was a big deal for us. You know, we joined the swinging lifestyle and all of a sudden, seven years, seven years uh, being with my partner and I'm bringing another man into the bedroom. So for me, the fact that somebody may have had some history or experience in that was also really important to me. So you've got to understand the, the people that you're trying to connect with. Um, the guy that we ended up spending spending a lovely evening with and certainly having a, a lot of fun um, to the point of everybody in the room being quite worn out, he explained to us in his email that he knew we were quite fresh into the lifestyle or quite new at looking at um, single guys and he had told us a little bit about his experience and his history with other couples, which really made us feel at ease but also kind of made me think, okay, well, he knows a little bit about what he's doing um, and we don't really know a lot about what we're doing so maybe he can help us along the way. So that was really quite key. Um, obviously having some decent photos to share are great, um, you know, not just torso shots or cock shots, just something that's actually decent and nice and also tells a little bit about who you are as an individual. Um, we had a single guy who contacted us who actually had a couple of photos of him kind of out rock climbing or surfing or doing what he loves and that made us obviously have a bit of a relationship with him before we'd even met him. We understand a little bit about who he is as a person and certainly um, kind of ties that all together and makes us want to 
make the contact with him and certainly set up a, a date really quickly. Um, so that's the first thing is, is messaging. The second one is actually responding to messages. And this goes both on, you know, a social media site where you've got a profile set up, but also, you know, if you meet somebody out at a pub or a club, is following through with that communication. Um, we've recently met a guy who was in a monthly mingle put on here by Our Secret Spot uh, in Sydney and he seemed quite interested and certainly someone who we might want to take into a bit more of a secluded atmosphere together, maybe some drinks and then invite him back to the bedroom. And um, we did swap numbers at the end of the night but there's been absolutely no follow-through on his behalf. Now, I did send a message. Um, he sent back a, a, a quick message to say, you know, lovely to meet you, but at the end of the day, there was really nothing more from him than that. So, you know, if you are wanting to actually connect with a couple and you're wanting to have, you know, a date with them and actually set up something to, you know, potentially find yourself in their bedroom or in a hotel or wherever you want to be, is to actually follow through with that communication. It's um, really, really important. And to be honest, without it, you're just not getting laid. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> you've already got someone offering their number. Just respond on that and you'll uh, you'll find yourself in the bedroom probably in the not too distant future and having a lot of fun. So definitely my recommendation uh, there is to make sure you just check up on those messages. Um, so that's I guess a little bit of insight into single guys. Um, profiles in general on social media sites, uh, they're tough. Uh, there's so many of them, you're bombarded. How do you stand out from the crowd when there's, you know, thousands of couples and, and thousands of single guys or unicorns or whoever it might be? And, I mean, there's so many podcasts about this and um, blog posts about it as well. And to be honest, it just comes down to showing a little bit about who you are and, showing yourself as an individual, uh, which can be, you know, a really great profile shot that's a little bit different. So getting away from the, the tits and ass <laughs> or TNA as you call it and torso shots and those kinds of things, you know, stepping outside of that and getting a, something a little bit more artistic is going to be great for your exposure on one of those sites as well because I know when I'm looking for profiles and I'm scrolling through, if I get a photo that really catches my eye, that's going to make me want to look at that profile and really find out more about the, the person or the couple. So that's really important. The, actually, I've got some really exciting news. Uh, recently, in the last week, we've actually decided to make our way to <laughs> across the globe, as a matter of fact, all the way over to Naughty in New Orleans, which is happening in July 2016 over in New Orleans. It's the biggest swingers takeover in the world. So we're extremely excited to be heading over to that. And um, I, I have all these things running through my head on what it's going to be like. And it's I just feel like it's going to be this all in all out swingers united situation happening. And I'm so, so very keen on this. You've got no idea. So we've been chatting to some of our friends over in the States, some of our swinger friends that we follow on Twitter. And They've been giving us the rundown. Uh, we can't wait to actually get over there and try that. And since we're travelling so far and it is a long way from Australia, we're also going to skip over to the Desire Resorts in uh, Mexico as well. So we'll be talking to you more about that in the in the coming months and obviously when we're there. But I just wanted to crack that news while Dee's not here because I can. So that's me breaking the secret. <laughs> um, another thing that... I thought was really interesting is how your style changes in the lifestyle. And since we've been swinging, it's really amazing how 
you come in with these preconceived notions of exactly what you're looking for in terms of men, women, relationships, um, you know, the swinging situation, how often you'll visit a club, how often you'll respond to messages or how often you'll go on dates. And then you find yourself like we are now and I think we're almost coming up to our one-year anniversary in the um, swinging world and those are all gone. In fact, I think that we have not uh, stuck to any of those preconceived notions whatsoever. You know, we visit we visit our favourite club here more often than we perhaps thought we would originally. We are having dates more often than we thought we would originally. And to be honest, I think that it's just a natural progression. It's nothing that we feel bad about or feel like we've kind of turned over or gone the other way and haven't, you know, stayed true to ourselves. It's just that we've continued on our journey and we've decided that those things change. You know, sometimes we'll be much more active in the lifestyle or on uh, dating sites and then other times we won't be on a dating site for, for weeks at a time. Other times we'll be going to the clubs quite often. Possibly, uh, you know, there was one time there we went two, two or three weeks in a row to different events and other times we won't. But what we're finding at the moment is that we don't have any hang-ups about it. You know, we're just having a lot of fun um, meeting people, spending some great time with some fantastic couples um, and meeting them again and again, you know. So it's not just a once-off fun. It's, uh, you know, continuing to just form these these relationships and, and have a great time in the process. So probably do away with some of those preconceived notions. You know, you'll, you'll have your own journey, absolutely, but also just kind of let it happen. Don't... Don't be a stickler for the rules. Just let yourself have a lot of fun and um, you'll find yourself completely on another track that perhaps was a little bit unexpected for you. Um, which kind of leads me to something that's really exciting that we found recently. Um, Dee and I were talking last night and we realised how many friendships we've actually formed since we've been in swinging. And not necessarily people that we've slept with, but, you know, people on uh, Twitter... Um, people that we're following and talking to on a daily basis, people in the podcasting world, people that we've met at Monthly Mingles. Um, but also we've had some great experiences here over the last couple of months. You've heard us talk about uh, one couple. We've got a second couple that are just fantastic and we'll be podcasting about them soon actually. We did one last night but we had a bit of an audio fail and that uh, data is now gone into the ether somewhere so we'll have to redo that. But what we realised is that we have formed amazing friendships. I mean, these people are great, and obviously, when you're in the when you're swinging, you surround yourself only with the people that you find fantastic, intelligent, and sexy, and all those kinds of things. But at the same time, you surround yourself with people who you want to spend some time with. You know, you want to get to know. And we've been invited to our very, very first Thanksgiving party um, Friday night. So it's currently Wednesday here, and I know it's Thanksgiving on Thursday in the states. So happy Thanksgiving to all of our um, followers that are listening from the states. I'm extraordinarily excited. I, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am. I'm excited by the turkey. I'm excited by the pumpkin. I'm excited by the fact that there's going to be a lot of people just enjoying friendship. Um, and there's some swingers there, some vanilla couples there. So just to be invited to that and be included in this event is, is huge for us. You know, we met this couple in the lifestyle and now we really feel like we're forming great relationships and, and friendships that will... I'm sure, continue on for a long time. Um, you know, we catch up for drinks that may or may not result in play. I mean, it's just uh, an easy, fantastic, swinging friendship and um, something that 
was a bit unexpected. I mean, we'd hoped for it. You know, we'd really wanted it um, when we started talking about joining Swinging and, and, and Swinging Together. But, you know, how, how realistic was that? We weren't too sure. And, um, you know, to find a, a number of couples, not just one, but to find a number of them where we're actually talking about even potentially going to Thailand together and on vacations together is is great um, and not to have any pressure on whether or not we will swing or not because sometimes you'll want to other times you might not be in the mood for it so it's just a, a friendly kind of pants on catch up which is great um, so shout out to our friends there we're calling them salt and pepper and the atoms and i'm really really glad to have met you guys thank you so much for everything and uh, we're looking forward to catching up with you guys again on the weekend what to wear? So this is a, a fairly common question, actually. It's something that I, I may have Googled at the beginning of our entrance into swinging. And I, I, I Googled, I'm not going to lie, I Googled what to wear to a swingers club. And um, just for a bit of fun, you should actually consider Googling that because it's terrifying. Uh, don't listen to a lot of the podcasts or posts, the website posts rather, that are probably from 10 years ago as to what to wear to a swingers club. You know, really insightful information like don't wear a pair of joggers or uh, velour slash velvet track pants. Um, you know, not helpful because I just assumed that was a given, but apparently it needs to be spelled out on some of the blog posts. Um, so it, what to wear on a date with another couple or a date with a guy or even just out to a swingers club, uh, always something that makes you feel sexy. It uh, doesn't matter really what it is. It's just if you feel sexy in it, then you're going to give out that confidence and that sexy vibe and that's going to make you feel better about yourself throughout the evening but also it's going to make people want to talk to you and really be intrigued and interested in you. Any any woman who walks into any kind of uh, situation that is confident and feeling very attractive, it just shows instantly and that really draws people to that person. So what I would wear out on a date with a couple is something that I feel you know attractive in but also something that is fairly... Easy to obviously perhaps get off, but also is comfortable to be sitting in. You don't want to be sitting at a bar for three hours in a ridiculously uncomfortable outfit because you're just not going to be enjoying yourself. So something that you feel comfortable, but also I think a little bit relaxed in and um, and sexy at the same time. When you're heading out to a club, you want to pack two outfits. You want to pack something for entering the club and perhaps having a, a few drinks with down in down in the mingle area where you might meet some couples. And then you want to pack something that you can dress down in. A lot of clubs have a an area where you would wear full clothing and then they'll have a secondary area where you'll have to dress down for. And some people just will walk in and just be dressing down naked or with a towel wrapped around them or a bikini. And then other people like myself, I like to actually take a little bit of lingerie to walk around in as well. So I'm always packing two outfits for um, for when we head off to our, our secret spot here in Sydney, for example. If we're going to head out to a club, you'll find me actually packing a bag for the evening with, um, with a couple of outfits uh, tucked away in there. Your choice on whether or not you want to wear panties and a bra, I choose not to in most of the outfits that I go out in uh, for two reasons one is the nasty underpants lines or panty lines that you can get in most tight fitting or, or revealing outfits and dresses but the second is that I feel a lot more comfortable in it but also you know people can get a little bit sexy when there's not restrictive underpants or panties or bras involved as well so on one of our dates with a single male you may have heard um, on a previous podcast that he 
was you know kind of touching touching my upper thigh my butt and and kind of rubbing on my um my breasts because I wasn't wearing any underpants so that was obviously a huge turn on for him a huge turn on for D and also kind of makes it a little bit more naughty when you're out at a bar perhaps having those initial drinks before you head back to your house That's it from me today. So thank you so much for listening and I really hope that you found that insightful. Um, Maybe it will help you to understand a little bit more about the female perspective in the lifestyle. But also if you are a single male, those those handy hints and tips I I mentioned before, just think about them. A little bit of communication uh, certainly goes a long way. So for everybody out there, as always, you can catch us on Twitter. We are Swinging Down Under, uh, at Swing Down Under on Twitter. Also now, though, I do have my own email uh, address where you can contact me if you've got questions or want to chat specifically. So I am on c at swingingdownunder.com. And drop drop me an email, let me know what you think or if you've got any questions or certainly share some of your naughty stories with me. That would be great. I do love hearing from everybody. But um, for now, this is C and this is Swinging Down Under.